<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. But it, it's part of it, you know. I, I just hope I just, I need to start switching up my diet a little bit, doing a little bit better. But man, so, trying to think how should I start this off. I got so, like, so. Okay, I'll start off introducing you then. You know, we can talk about, I got a topic we're going to talk about, I'm surprised you with. All right, so, you know, three, two, one. Love it, man. 25 items on my dresser, yes, sir. I got stuck in pain. It won't be a little hit. Go read a book, you illiterate. Son of a bitch, step up your vocab. Don't be surprised. Patience to these false accusations. They faking the shaking because the money you're making. Bricks some money on the dresser. Drive a compressor. Top notch. Get the most. Welcome, everyone. This is Mr. D713 with Everything Culture. We have our guest with us tonight or today or this afternoon. We have Leah. Can we all give Leah a round of applause? Appreciate it, y'all. So, okay. <laughs> Aaliyah, how are we doing today? Oh, thank you. All the love. I appreciate it. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. You know, living life, being being grateful. Okay. How you doing? We should be. I'm the same, you know. Just keeping busy. You know, I've been knocking out my honeydew list left and right, you know, hanging this up, screwing this in. But I enjoy it, you know. You know, my boob been coming through, so I can't say trying to trying to upgrade things around here. You know, keeping busy with the podcast. You know how we do it. You know, our, what is it? The uh, uh, what do we call it? Not related fam, well, not really related family, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, we have a great support group, and we have our times of just shit talking and just communication and understanding. But I really do appreciate the community that we're building. And I just know one thing, you know, going into this episode, we just go chop it up to say, you know, if you if y'all listen to the makers of you, y'all know a little about a little bit by Leah. Uh, it was so many things I wanted to say during the makings of you with Leah. It's like because when I first met Leah, it's like, man, she think a lot like me. It is comfortable because I don't have to say this shit because somebody else is saying this shit. Even though sometimes I'll be just be fucking with it. Like, let me play devil's advocate to see what she going to say in this moment. And I'm like, okay, she hit it on the nose. You know, it's like I, I appreciate like-minded individuals. Yeah, I appreciate anybody that have, you know, this we're here to do the right thing and live their life. But when you have mm-hmm. someone that, like, make you feel like, oh, you're not crazy. Okay, cool. 
because I think we talk about sometimes I don't want to be that person that correct everybody all the time. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person to have fun, like the chill and relax and be a little bit reckless at times, you know? But you say that, know, but you're not. Like you are the natural, like you're the natural leader, like in any situation, your role in any situation that we've ever had, you're, even though you want to take part in it and just like, oh, because you're like, you're the person holding up the sign. I just want to do hood rest stuff for my friends. That, man, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that is not your personality. Your personality does not want you to do that. You are the person. Okay, guys, let's figure out. Okay, how do we get to this part? Okay, mm-hmm. but let's talk about this thing. Okay, everybody, bring it, bring it back. Everybody, bring it, bring it, bring it back in. Let's I don't want to be the killjoy because usually, I like, but if you if you get to know me, usually I'm the wild ass. One. I can be the wild ass one, but I'm also when I see shit getting out of pocket, I'm like, mm, shut this shit down. Everybody go to their corners. Everybody relax because I'm 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 like this. I'm I'm in HR. I'm, I'm, we can have fun, we can enjoy it, but I'm also the safety guy, okay? It's, so it's, you're, no, you can't, you can't have it both ways. Why not? You are either, you're either going make those to be rules? reckless. You're, I'm telling you, for the sake of your sanity, Shit, you cannot you. have it both ways. You are either going to be the rule keeper learning how to tow that line, mm. or you are going to be out here and be reckless. There's no, there's no both ways about it. You can't do that. But why? <laughs> you you tried it and you see what happens. Like naturally, naturally, anytime we are in a group chat and you want to be the one that's like, oh snap, the train is about to get started. Let me hop on this. And then you see us about to go off the rails. Man. Instead of you pouring another shot and having fun, you're like, nope, we got to redirect the train. Let's get it back on track. No, let it crash and burn. Let it do mm. what it's supposed to do. I got shit to lose. You want to save everybody. <laughs> And you want to make sure that everybody's safe. You cannot be that person. And, you know, my wife, she teased me all the time. And she, like, it's, she's not the only one. Because it's crazy, like, like during the makings, you, and we'll get into it more, like, you having your large, your, your large family. And I don't have that. We're close, but we're not as close, you know? But when we, when we get together, it's like we grew up together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... It's like my sister came down a year or two ago before we moved from Houston and she was saying stuff that I didn't even know she remembered about me. She was like, yeah, Brandon always been somebody daddy. You know, my wife is saying it all the time. You always got to be somebody daddy. And I'm like, I don't want to be. I do not. That's that's who you are. You can't you, listen. The more you fight who you are, the less happy you will be. You, listen, it looks fun, but you know what it's like being that reckless individual. You know where that's gonna lead. Cause y'all be out so play your role with somebody's daddy <laughs> and be fun. Man, I ain't got nobody. I ain't got no kids. I ain't no, ain't none of my seeds is grown. But you always into... act like it. You're like, ah, listen, okay, all right. So you go in your corner. You go in your corner. Let's talk about where this went off the rails. Cause I'm also let's that talk person. About how it... When shit go bad, I'll be walking by like, you see, should have set your ass down. See? Like, I don't want to uh-uh. listen to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> The reckless person will never do that. They'd be like, hey, wasn't that fun? Let's go do it again. Man, so it's like it's crazy that you say that. So I I, I don't know why I'm like that. Like I, I think I know why. 
And, you know, I probably need to do it like with season three. I probably, if, you know, if y'all listen to this, you know, this is pre recorded. So I'll be doing a magazine view for season three for myself. And you've never and, done. Mm-mm. Whoa, wait a minute. Time out. You have <laughs> never done a makings of you on yourself? I have not. This is your show. I've done like, because I've done, I try to do it. But you know, no, it's feel awkward doing it on myself. You know, it's like okay. So I'm gonna have a bunch of questions. Well, I think we need to have the same. I was sending you the questions. I was. I actually remember stuff. Okay. You can send me the questions, but I'm gonna have my own spin on it. Okay. You can do. You can do. You can't answer your own questions. I'm gonna have my own. I like having this set of questions, but you can throw some more in there. But I want people to like, you know, to see the same thing I'm asking, so they get to know me a little bit more as well. Okay. But man, thank you for Drake. I never forget my my cousin. You know, this is during you know, and as much love, I know you listen, Ken folk, but you know, I ain't gonna say your name, but you know who you are. Okay. And. I remember, like, we have our house built, you know, you know, built from scratch. You know, it, it was an accomplishment. I was having Thanksgiving. The full family came down. Everybody chilling. Like, I'm like, I always grew up, like, my little cousins, we all used to be together. We used to sleep on the floor playing um, Sega and Nintendo all night. You know? And that became Yay. my house. And it was like, I love this shit. I love this shit. And I was in the back and, you know, we cooking the wife and the, my aunties and the cousins cooking in the kitchen. You know, I got my other cousins and friends and family in the garage, you know, doing a little drinking. We had they back on the patio on the porch watching TV. I got a TV in my backyard, you know, all this stuff. It's like, yeah, and I go and talk to the kids and I'm telling them, like, hey, you know, you know, you know, I'm telling them, like, you know, you ain't got to go to college, but you're going to have a plan. You know, I'm just t- telling them I'm trying to pass the game on to them. And my right. cousin that's a little bit older than me, the wild and crazy one, came in. Oh, man, Brandon been born out his damn life and shit. He never wanted to take a risk and all that. And I'm like, in my head, first of all, you don't know what the fuck I've been doing because I keep my shit low-key to the motherfucker. <laughs> Second of all, out loud, I said, now you see what this motherfucker, the shit he got him, who's sleeping on who floor? Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, it's a big difference with shit. You know, and I'm like, it, it kind of goes to the part where one of our guests on the Makers of You, uh, on the show said on the Makers of You, I really didn't have role models per se. I had anti-role models. I saw a lot of shit other people did. And I'm like, I don't want to do that shit. Okay. I was very like, okay. Yeah. And you know, my mother made a lot of mistakes in life. So it kind of made me like, yeah, I don't wild and crazy get your ass fucked up. So I, it's, I wouldn't say I lived in fear because you know I've done some you know some shit you know but well that's what that's what I was gonna say like I, when you have this idea of I don't want to do that right mm-hmm. it's it's always associated with some kind of negative emotion that leads you back down the path that you're trying to avoid absolutely correct so how do you navigate trying to avoid but also going toward you're avoiding something and but you're you don't know necessarily what you're going toward because the path is like a thousand different ways absolutely agree you're just trying to avoid this one thing but you have a thousand other ways to go Mm. you just haven't chosen a direction so how do you negotiate what that looks like faith (laughs) that's the best one to have like, just like flip a coin, Lord, wherever this lands, I'm about man, to. Man, if I can, I, don't, I ask God and I flip coins. 
If y'all check with Mrs. B713, I've hey Alexa, pull up a coin. I do that I shit like tails. I do that shit like at least two, three times a day. <laughs> like seriously, like man, I could be busy doing this. Like on certain man, should I buy this right here? You know, this is like a little bit expensive. I'm ass. Oh fuck it. It's, it's, if it's a no, if it tells us a no, not fucking with it. Keep it going. It, it, it keep shaking. Because once again, I agree. I cannot base because I live a life of somewhat caution. But I do have those back. My be a little risky, you know. You know, and I think risk is fun. Risk is necessary. Face is just like be a little risky. You know, like, you know, you know, you know, you know it's fun. Who actually like like. Me and G Jack was talking earlier today, and I asked him the question that, man, would you go back in time, even if you did or did not know shit? And we both, he was like, just hell no. Nah. And I'm like, thank you, because we, I'm telling you, the life we grew up, we should not be where we're at. <laughs> you know, we did a lot of shit that we didn't get. Like, it was like, no trouble. I'm talking about the, the windows, like, I'm talking about barely misses and shit, sneaking out of windows and shit. I mean, I'm, I, I don't see how I was jumping fences as high they were. I, I'm thinking, was that a dream? No, we. I'm talking about hurdling shit, running, going, then then getting some more shit. This, I'm talking about and getting to some more shit that same night. Then wake up the next morning, going to school, making A's and shit. You know, it was like this was life. You know, I like I always say that. You know, when I finally get enough money where I can just tell my moves, I want somebody to make a movie so I can tell the stories and shit because people won't believe some of the shit because it's been good and it's been bad, you know. So it is so interesting how a life teach, teaches us and we learn. That's why I say I'm still learning life every day I go by. Tomorrow is a whole new adventure. Like yeah, it, you know, make every day a great day. That's when my motto that all my folks said that's been following me on snapchat no i've been trying to bring it to instagram but every single day i've been i get on snapchat and i tell people it's motivation not just for them but for myself it's up to you to make today a great day yeah you have an opportunity even though you you have a flat tire you can run out of gas you can get fired from your job you can uh, go through a breakup but you know what before you rest your eyes before you close off of that day you can still make it great something can make it good and you, so you you can allow it to happen. That's the energy that I push, you know. And sometimes it's, it's going to be hard. It it is, and I think that um, with so many days, especially now, um, that it seems like man, I can't find the good in anything. I think starting small. You don't need a feeding tube. Mm, mm. You got your ten toes and your ten fingers. Look you got teeth. You know, you Listen, like. I'm t- it's so many things people can be There's, grateful for I and mean, they're not. Being, I mean, being able to just choose things and just, because happiness is a choice. Yes. Being content is a choice. Being satisfied is a choice. Absolutely. Because we can always say, but I want more. We can always make that, um, make that a conscious decision of like, mm. this is what I have, but I want more. Yes, I can do a can of soda, but I really want a 12-pack. Yes, I do want, you know, a, a plate of fries, but I want, like, the whole bag. And yeah. we can we can always say that, you know, we want more. Like, yeah, we have, you it's, know, $1,500 in savings, but I want more. And so having – and so that 
needing and wanting of more to satisfy this insatiable desire to just fill a void that's not supposed to be filled by materialist materialism um is always going to cause us with having not enough mm. and so i think that even because even when we're just doing a little preaching on everything culture right now y'all just sit down and listen <laughs> that's all y'all gotta do sit down and listen um i and i and this came and i knew this because you know you, you're taught a lot of things in church and as a kid and you don't know what it means until you have to go through those things mm. so as a kid you were yeah there was there but was so much know, like you know he may not want he may not come when you want him but he'll be there right on time and i was like well what time is he on <laughs> what like what do you mean a closed door is a blessing i don't understand it mm, but, but do you I understand it now to, yes i didn't mm. have to live that life i didn't have to live that life until i realized oh snap like yes i'm glad that you know i got the sweat tire i'm glad that the last five jobs that I interviewed for, it was on the last round of interviews and didn't get chosen for, mm. was a blessing because now I'm able to go into my own business, all that same energy, because I I don't have the responsibilities of learning a new role so I can focus on building out my business, working on my podcast, connecting with other people who are in the same light that I want to be in, or not even the same light, but in the same um industry in the same fold because had i gotten those positions had i been in those places had i gone to those had i been with those people i would have been on a very different trajectory mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um a lot of people don't look at you know the things that are considered bad it's not necessarily bad that i had a flat tire but knowing that just now that you know that you had a flat tire um it could have happened on the freeway you could have been flying it could have it, it you could be yeah dead and you're probably <laughs> it did. It happened to me before. Like I, I had a, I got a flat tire on the freeway. Normally, I am a speedster. Average no, eighty-five on the freeway. Average, average eighty-five on the freeway. You like to cruise, so you'll be fine. But I don't hear the way so I happy. talk. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and you know, it's like, and this is completely off topic. But because you said the way you talk, I woke up cracking up one day because you said, man, I don't want to get rid of my Texas plates. And I was just like, why? You said, because I want people to know where I'm from. And my legitimate gut reaction response was- You did say that shit. Talk. <laughs> you did say that shit. You did say that shit. <laughs> just talk, they'll know where you're from. It's fine. You'll never, they'll never hey. be a guess in their mind. That's hey, one thing about everything, culture, every, we, it's everything for a reason, baby. You know, I want you to know I am a Texan, man. Not, I am a East Texan to be exact, you know, from Tyler to Houston, Texas, man. You know, that, that's, that's me. That's me. Yeah, That's part so of who I, I am. That's part of my culture. Yeah, but you don't. But you don't ever have to be like, I need to. And this is. And this is one thing too. Um, I don't think that it's as important to. Uh, and I know this is like going completely off topic. That's what we do. But just like I woke up, I woke. I woke up when I woke up. I, I was cracking up about that because I was just like, one, I really said that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I said that out loud. And not only did I say it out loud, but it was like the instant reaction to what you said. Like there was no filter, no anything. You spoke your truth. 
You said it. He said it, and then immediately my reaction was, "Just talk. Like they know who you are. Just talk." You know. And you're absolutely correct. Because even when I get when I get online, the game and shit, like people like. So HGH stands for Houston, Texas, I'm assuming. I'm like, you're absolutely right, motherfucker. Either you from <laughs> Texas or you're black. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm both. I'm black. I'm both. See? I don't know what's sounding uh, sounding black. I, I sound black. Uh, okay. That's uh, what people say. I, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know I know when I'm talking to me on the phone. I'll say that. I know when I'm talking to me. Is that is, is uh, that, could that be the topic? What piece of the topic? Can you sound black? Can you sound the ethnicity? Sound, I don't think you can sound black, but I know when I'm talking to somebody of my same culture and of my same background. So not necessarily black. Most of the time it is, but um, like for instance, if I'm talking to someone from the Bay Area. Yeah. Because of the vernacular we use, I know that I'm talking to somebody who's like me. I would know that um, you're black. Just by, you I would know. say you're, you're maybe speaking proper, but is there something in your dialect, in your tone? Let me know. I think this is a sister I'm talking to. Just being honest. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's more so, but you've never heard me speak professionally before, which is like, I try not to have, not to bring that into what I'm doing. No, I, I've um, heard you. I've been, I've, I've listened to you on the discourse and you know, how you present. I will consider that speaking professionally. I, I hear how you change your cadence. Oh, let me, I'll stop. I, no, I, I intentionally, I intentionally do not bring that in because that is something that I'm trying to avoid is um, code switching. And so it took like two months during this process of creating the podcast, of getting the business together to find what my voice sounds like. And I was, and it, it literally was the montage of play helping kids get ready for the bills. Mm. It, that's exactly what it was for two months. What is, what is my, okay, no, I can't sound like that. But if I say, okay, but I can't, I can't say, okay. But if I, okay, all right. So what, like, it took me, even when I recorded your promo, mm -hmm. it you, took me four tries, three, four tries to do it because my, my voice is not that high. I don't have a very high voice. And so because I don't have a high voice and your voice is deep, so you don't really have like, you don't have like a a, a level to go off of here. I can get high sometimes, you know, when I get too excited. But as far as as, <laughs> as far as like a, uh, on the level of femininity, my voice is rather deep, and so it's on it's on the lower end. I don't have a baritone voice, but my voice. If, if it's is, a scale from one to ten, ten being the highest pitch, you know, one being the lowest, or the lowest, you know. With a bear time, you would put it. You would be a four. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have the deepest voice, but I. You'd feel probably like be a I, five, to be honest, because it sounds I, average. I'll be on a Because I've I I've heard work. some women. I've heard some women talk like this. The same. Yes, there are some women who I'm like, oh, sorry, sir. Oh, well, ma'am. Mm, sorry. Yes. No, I apologize. But when I but when I talk like when I was doing it, I found myself in doing because my sister 
my sister who did uh who does the if you go back and listen to the um if you go back and listen to the debates um she does the intros for me and her voice is very um is very standard english it's very um it's very radio-esque and so she has a very a very nice clean way of speaking and um when i was doing your promo i really wanted her to do it because i'm just like and this is everything culture and i'm like whoa that is really high I you, use it, you said everything too but you corrected it later though <laughs> yeah i did i had to i was like i had to bring that at, when i when i was reading it i was reading it as if it was um something for work mm -hmm. and i was code switching and so I had to read it again, listen, and I was like, why is it, why am I running out of breath? And it's because I keep, my inflection keeps changing. Yeah. And because my inflection keeps changing, I can't get through it. So I had to bring it down to my voice and talk in my voice to do it. And so that's when it was like, oh, this feels more natural. But yeah, I literally had to go through a two month period of finding out what my voice sounds like. Mm. I don't because have I practiced. I don't since, have that problem. Since elementary school, I think since elementary school, I have uh, because my, my mom taught me. Like it was, closure words was very standard English, and when I got into upper elementary school, uh, I started hanging out with some people who did not do that. Uh, their vernacular was more was closer to ebonics. And um, there was no code switching with them. And it was, uh, it, but when I got into high school, I had to go back into code switching. Mm -hmm. And um, then I started working. So I had to be able to, to say that, oh, I'm not those people. I can actually speak standard English. I know how to present myself in a professional, respectable, standard manner and um pretty much been close which ever since it's been like 20 years so learning how to break from that to okay what does your voice really sound like what does it sound like when you're doing these things so yeah i try to um i it's not that the english i'm speaking is wrong it's just not the standard and, the, and, and it was in my afternoon class that my teacher was explaining us the difference between proper and standard. And when we say that something is proper, we're giving that an elevated, sta uh, elevated status as right. if to say that the, the English that we speak is of lower class or quality. Correct. And it's not. It's just the Correct. way that we communicate with each other. Correct. So there's standard English and then there's other, because even in um, the Latinx community, they have their 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 style of English, correct. And English is just a mix up of a bunch of different cultures and whatever we say. Um, as long as it's agreed upon, that's <clears throat> what it is. Once again, it goes back to everything culture, because that's the point. When you try to tell me, oh, I'm not speaking standard English and shit, I'm like, well, bitch, you ain't either. <laughs> that's how I look <laughs> at it. I'm like, if we go back to England, they say all oh, our shit is fucked up. Like the yeah. whole American English language is difficult to many other people to learn. So that's why that's oh, yeah. communicated to me. So I'm like, kiss my ass. I was <laughs> like, bootylicious <laughs> is a word. Ain't is a word. 
um, bling bling is a, all these are in the dictionary. So right. don't you understand the terminology of the culture? It's, it's enough people to agree upon something. It's fine. Right. So when I get enough people talking about and listen to everything culture, you go know what we're talking about. Okay, it, and that's the point where I'm at because me myself growing up, I was in speech classes. You know, from ooh, first grade until probably the fourth or fifth grade. I, I stuttered and I couldn't roll my R's. So I was Brandon Jwake. But what Brandon Jwake, okay, to be exact. I was that kid, fat kid that stuttered like a motherfucker, all right? And now I'm a public speaker. I'm, um, I'm a recruiter. You know, I'm in the community. I'm a mediator. All of these things is part of my um, resume, and I've done exceptionally well. But I've also gotten to the point. I got, I became comfortable in what I'm doing. You know, me doing public speaking, talk because I'm good at what I'm, t like when I was in child welfare, I know what I'm talking about. When I'm going in front of judges and courts and I'm testifying for the best interest of children and I went from doing this work that I end up training people about the work that I end up recruiting people to do the work and train them throughout the process. So yeah. I would try to speak to them on their level as well. I speak to it naturally because in the area where I'm from, I want people to understand where I'm coming from. I can speak in standard or proper English people still may use, but I'm like, I want you to understand what I mean, no matter what, if I have to get down and that's what we learn in child development. If I have to get down and sit cross leg and talk to you eye to eye, I'm going to do that, you know? So if I'm speaking to you in this, and I have an issue with cold switching to a sense, because if I'm talking to someone with an accent, I hate it, but I will change my accent, try to mimic theirs. I can't help the shit, you know. My my wife, we be at the um, at the damn at a Mexican restaurant or out public. She's like, "Why fucking talking like that? I don't know. You know, I don't mean to do it. I just want to make sure we can understand one another, you know." But as far as like, I try to code switch sometimes. Like when I'm making like, especially working from home, and um, I may receive a phone call, somebody come uh, calling people for interviews and things, and I try to you know. Uh, this is Mr. Drake, so so-and-so, so-and-so, I'm seeing you interested in this position. Would you like to, are you still interested and available to make it to the position? We have an interview available this upcoming Thursday at 3 p.m. Would you really like to schedule you? I thought that was proper as shit. Or, you know, I thought as well. My wife, like, yeah, I hung up the phone with my wife, yelled from the other room, you country motherfucker. Like, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I, like, and I was really trying to close with you. Like, no, you sound country as hell. Oh, no, you know, it doesn't, and it doesn't your accent is is because your voice is so deep that your accent is just gonna be thick like peanut butter. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that you can do. There's there's you know because I'm but you know at the end of the day I really don't want to change it. You should love me, and I think you can understand me at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But for instance, like today, you, I had a call from AT and T. I'm having some issues with my HBO Max, okay? I'm not able to use it. You know, I want to watch some shows. I pay for it. Let me utilize it. Yeah. I'm talking to a guy, and he had an Indian, East English, East Indian accent, okay? It does a strong accent. He couldn't understand me, and I couldn't understand him, okay? I'm like, blood. It's cool. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Get put me on the line with somebody else, man. Like I've been on the phone already for thirty minutes. It's about to, like I know. Well, I, sir, you speak. I said we just can't understand each other. Like if we were face to face, and I can give you body language or through a camera, I'll be cool. 
I've okay. given you my number five times, okay? I've given you my account number seven times. You repeated it back and forth. I don't, you can't understand what I'm telling you. I can't understand when you're repeating back to me. What the fuck are you saying? Like, I'm, and I'm not knocking you saying you need to change. I'm just saying sometimes this interaction we having right now, we have too much noise between us. So let's just, you know, let's move, you know, let's just move on to something different yeah. and go. And it's just like, it's a relationship. This relationship ain't working out right here, man. I'm not knocking you. I'm not trying to say that you, but you're pissing me off because you're trying to make me stay on this relationship right now. I just can't understand you. You can't understand me. I can't, and you were saying, I can't understand you, sir. And I'm like, dog, I can't understand you either. Switch, give me to somebody else. <laughs> like we, we've, I've established it within the first five minutes. I understand your tip. I respect your attempt, but I'm to the point I'm about to become a fresh ready customer. It's to the point like he needed to call me back and he called me back when we started the episode. That was like, motherfucker, I, I don't need to deal with this, but that is a part of if I can't communicate something, it's okay. I'm already calling the audible, bringing somebody in to communicate some things. Cause sometimes even when I'm speaking and people can perfectly hear me and G Jack and myself may have these conversations or even when we hit in our groups, um, I may have, I may say something, but people take it differently. Somebody, I, I, it tripped me out when um, Chase or King Colin P say the exact same shit I said after I said it. You agree. Motherfucker, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> that is exactly what you just say. Like, what? The, but G-Jack say the same thing about me all the time. It's how you say it. And me and Don agree about this. Fuck that is how you interpret it. It's how you took it. I said it exact same way. It's just because whatever block I may come off, you know, a little too strong about shit. But in, mm-hmm. it, it's like, but I'm telling the truth. Well, I tell you, you know, is it better for me to type the shit out for you? You know, but at the end of the day, it's like, the approach and how you could because i and i know it's the truth because i'm a trainer you know we I go over like as a public speaker when i'm doing a presentation with someone you have to also the way you teach the people in the front of the class is almost completely how you teach the people in the back of the class especially the motherfucker in the back of class on the fucking phone it's like you have to go ahead and reiterate everybody in the class may caught up the shit but this person i'm about to repeat myself and I'm gonna have to get their attention and explain it a different way because they miss everything beforehand and we don't have time to go back. So it's right. a very complex way of communicating with other people. So that's and that's why I appreciate even being a judge on the champions of discourse because you y'all break everything down at the beginning, that lays it all out, and hopefully people pay attention and get the full understanding when you have a discussion or having a you know, or it's a debate about something. I think if especially with how social media is when people just tossing shit out in the air, not making sense. You yeah, because they don't have they don't they don't have to be held accountable. Absolutely, like, right. no, they should. There's no false control that occurs, and if you think about it, um, a lot of people will cut off other people if they're not yes people. So mm. I've learned this very early that a lot of people want cheerleaders, no one wants critics. Mm. And when you only want cheerleaders, it's okay to have one or two cheerleaders. But I'm the person that's like, okay, because I okay, and this is this is my cocky side. I know I'm good. I know that I can produce greatness. Mm-hmm. I know that excellence is in my blood. I got it. I know. But don't tell me everything is great. Tell me what I need to fix. Like, 
it's okay if you want to try to soften it up first and say, well, I think that, you know, this is, this is a good idea. Tell me where I went wrong. So that if I had you in the, in the first five minutes, what happened in the last 10 minutes? Tell me how, you know, where, where did I lose your attention or where can I fix this? I hope and that, I, I would say, hopefully I did that when I was a judge on our episode. Cause that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, like when, okay, so, and we're gonna, we are- You ain't gotta share too much of it. No, 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 no. We, we are um, like on the private group on Facebook um, for anybody who wants to join, you can join, just you know, send a request. Uh, but that's where we are going to be doing a breakdown of the judges, um, of the judges' um, um, reason for decisions or RFDs um and the arguments made during the round because some of the rounds i was just like okay you didn't vote for me because you didn't think that i was passionate enough or you didn't vote for me and not just on the ones that i lost there were some that i won that was like clearly uh no Mm. clearly i should not have won you should have given it to her um but there were but there but um you know seeing it from other people's point of view or what they're looking for that's like the point to know who the judge is but um i think that it's also um i think that also it's important that we realize that we have to cater our arguments or the conversation to the person so if we know just like in your situation with ATT. There's a lot of internal noise in mm-hmm. when you communicate because when you're communicating, you're sending and receiving messages. Yep. But it's not just sender, message, receiver, and feedback. There are there's internal noise that yep. happens that loop. Emotions. The sender may say, um, "Well, my intention in sending this message is to gain this result." Correct. So there's a script already in the head of the sender saying that once I say this, it's going to trigger this in this person and it's, this is going to happen. But the Correct. receiver may be up on the other end. I got so many other things going on. I didn't even hear what you said. Yep. Or I don't even know how you wanted it. You just told me to wash the car. Oh. But I just, over to, I just took it over to to the place to, for them to go wash it. No, I didn't want them to go to the place because they ruined it last time. Hey, hey, so, let me tell you something. Did anybody tell you you talk to someone like a child? You talk to people like children? Yeah, just- patronizing. Oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. I hate, I'm like, I'm but talking to you like a regular I, person. No, I like a lot of people feel, but, that, but that's again, that internal noise where, because you may say something that triggers that child in them, because there are times where I have to check myself because I'm just like, first of all, what you're not going to, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't mean to come at me that way. You were just trying to verify some information. And, and that's usually and how it comes out. Yeah. Because how I say it the first time, it may come off like, oh, you didn't get me. Okay, then let me break it down to you. So let's talk slower. Why you talking to me like a child? And then the asshole to me, it's like, motherfucker. Okay, what? What? You see, now you piss me off because I'm trying to talk to you like an adult. And like, but because you didn't understand it the first time I said this shit. Now you, so how do you want me to talk to then. Hmm. No, but you see, and that's and so that's, to that's, keep my blood pressure from rising. Okay. <laughs> that's what I that I just say. If um, I'll ask, you know, did you understand what I said? Okay, what part didn't you understand? 
And a lot of times they may not understand the entire thing, but we can start breaking out piece by piece where they have control over it because they don't know how to control their emotions. So it becomes a practice to, okay, I may not, and this, and I've talked, and I've talked about this on, on, um, on my podcast that, um, emotional, um, I understand emotions. I understand them. Um, theoretically and practically, I understand them, right? Yeah. But yeah. If I say something and you catch an attitude and I say, Drake, what's wrong? And you say nothing. At that moment, I'll case. say, oh, he's good. Something just happened. He thought about something, whatever, not my problem. Yeah, because you never can. You've never conveyed that to me. You can. I'm not going the to. Conversation. I'm not going to try to figure you out because. I mean, you said it was. You said it was nothing. Yeah. And I know sometimes when we say it's nothing, that there is something there, but it may not be something that you want to talk about. But yes. if you are going to walk around with an attitude and stuff like that, I'll give you your space. But I'm not going to, as an adult because I don't want to treat you like a child. Because if you were if you were seven, hey, Trey, man, what's what's going on? What happened? Tell no, me what if, happened. If, if, if. Fall out, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to do that if you're an adult because we're not married. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're friends and I care about the friendship, but it is the friendship is not a one is not a one way street. It's not just on me to bear it. It's on you as well to be able to voice, hey, it's effective. Let's say because it's bound to happen, I say some reckless stuff mm-hmm. and your feelings get hurt, or your ego is bruised, or like a boundary was crossed. But what if and, it happened vice versa? How do you handle it when if it's because everybody has this? Oh, when it happens to me, yeah. Oh, if it happens to me, it is more so of hey, so a couple things. Um, we're not talking about this, uh, this is affecting affecting me negatively and i'm gonna tell you why mm-hmm. because when you talk like this like there's um and i've and i've had to and i've had to have these conversations multiple times for instance a big one especially when i was in my 20s when i started dating uh, was telling guys why like don't curse at me it's fine if we're in conversation and you happen to curse i didn't grow up around a lot of cursing and so when they cursed at me, like I think the first the first time I was ever called a bit oh 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 it was on and popping. Oh it was it oh it was it was the situation. So, so I never so I so I um if if something just like just like with the female thing. I if if there's something that <laughs> makes me uncomfortable, if there's something that makes me uncomfortable, I don't sit with it because it's not. I mean, it's it's not fair to the relationship. It's not fair to the conversation because then I will just check out. So I would if it's you- if it's important enough to me, I will bring it up. We'll have a conversation about it. I can hear where you're coming from, and I can help you to understand that I may not be comfortable with either this language or this decision or whatever the case may be. 
And so if I'm able to talk about it, even if you don't understand it or agree with me, by me being able to talk about it or be free enough in that space to, to chat about it, I think that is that is more important for me to be able to. I, I asked even on Twitter, before we had a conversation, what normal words is being used now that people take See, you're of? saying normal. You're saying normal as normal. if it is normal. Yes, it's more, it's more close to like innocuous, right? Where it's seemingly um, unoffensive to some groups. The but word to say that it's female. normal, that it's a normal word. It's a word. But it's yeah, a word. Categorically, it's a word. Yes. And if you use it, and that, and he was actually using it for a category. That's the thing we're talking about. Right, rappers. But that's, but that's, I know you. You all were talking about rappers, but again, internal noise. Trying and, to understand. And I'm and I'm glad you communicated was. that. And, and listen, yeah. I'm glad you communicated. You was able to speak on it, and we and I heard you out. And I still use female, and I use it in the context I've always used it because I've never used it in that context that you said it, that you felt. I've never used it as that because you know what? If I see some hoes, I'm gonna ask my homeboys where the hoes at. Okay, that's what my boys we I, we know where the females at. Um, you mean hoes? Like that's how. I, I think <laughs> I'm like so I'm like even worse on that category. But you should never worry about me using. And it's crazy because after you start saying that, I really start because I, I don't hear guys saying that. But I start paying attention to people using that. You know the people I heard use female in negative, negative, uh, negative context. Women, black women, at an extraordinary rate. So me just speaking my truth about it. Fuck out, y'all need to check y'all damn self about the shit. And I mean, these, I, I'm telling you, I listen to podcasts, I hear people talk, like, like, listen to conversations, like, that we had when I grew up, and see who used female in that way. Oh, of course. But of that, course. So I'm like, it's like, I still call female dogs bitches. People get mad. I grew up in the country. I grew up breeding dogs, okay? If mm -hmm. I call, that's a bitch. Oh, my God, don't say that. That's a bitch. What you talking about? It's like yes, and, you but, have to say female. But trust me, because... I mean, we we're on Twitter. You can use this shit in the right context on Twitter, and people try to come at your damn neck. But anything, and that, but that's why you you said it right there. Like it's when you care, and so yeah. and when we were in that conversation, it was I think mostly guys. I think I'm trying to think if there were any women in that conversation when I said that. I think it was just. Women, I think there was. Yeah, there was some women in there. Like, and some they didn't speak because they're like, <laughs> you know, that whole thing is a big deal. Well, some, some, and a, and a lot of women don't care. And yeah. it's not that I feel offended by it. I just would not want to be called that. And so, my, and so the whole point of the conversation was to get an understanding of why you use that terminology. And at that point in the conversation, it was, uh, it was categorically speaking. Mm -hmm. But as we got into the conversation, some of the guys did say that they do use it in a dismissive or um, not so nice way. Yeah. So yeah. I think that so I so just having having that conversation and I'm just talking about the first time we had it. No, the no, second no, time no, we no. had it. The uh -huh. second time we had it, there were um, there were more women on um, on the call. And so, or on the live, and so we had that conversation. But even talking with uh, 
with there are a lot of there are so many more women but um because they it's kind of like i don't want to say um because people keep wanting to blame the patriarchy i know and that's that's a conversation for another day there there has to be some um submission to it in order for it to exist and so if there so you have to so in order for it to work you have to there has to be people working in it yeah so i think that just like in the debates when y'all see the debates in a few weeks um that we had there's a cycle it can't just be one way just like um a feedback loop of communication there has to be um there has to be a loop that keeps it going so when men say it to women and women say it to men and then women say, women say it to women, then we've already got the wheel turning and the only thing that can stop it is us. But there's so much division. Well, I'm not like the females over there. And it's like, okay, but did you mean like categorically? No, they, no, no, they did not mean category. Or are you saying this in a derogatory way? Yeah, and, and that's I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I was, I, that's I pay attention. I listen. I sit back and I'm like, hmm, ain't this some shit? Because I really didn't pay attention to it until like heavily until you start saying it. Because even the women around, they go say bitch and hoe. They don't say females. They but now I'm paying attention. I have a more diverse group of people, but I only see in a subcategory of black people. And it, when you say it came from baby boy, I'm like, I don't, I've, I've. Was I should say the illustration came strong with Baby Boy. It, it did, and that's what I say. And yeah. I remember him saying that, and I'm like, I've only watched Baby Boy three to four times in my life. I I blocked BET from my channels years ago, over ten years ago. I do not fuck when people all this shit people on now. I've been on that shit. Welcome to the world. Stop putting out this this bullshit in your body and your mind. But but you don't do what you want to do. You grown blood. You know do what you want to do. But I don't, I had, I stopped. So, so BET starts showing some shit. I'm like, this does not support my culture. It doesn't. That's why I had to stop fucking with it. When they cut off the real BET comic view, I'm like, I'm no longer with BET. I was so, BET, I used to get in trouble. Like every, uh, every choir rehearsal night, my parents went to the choir rehearsal and they would come home and find me like, cause I was, I'm a night owl. So yeah. I'm up all night. And so I'm the only one that's up. When everybody should be in bed, my parents would come home and catch me watching BET, uh, catch me watching Comic View. And this is when Comic View had judges on it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still like when it's still the red carpet. When it had them little skits the too and shit. Ray was the uh, yeah, yeah. Ray was the bartender. Oh my gosh. What like, was the um, what was um, Miss? Oh my God, light skinned woman. Miss Laura. Miss Laura. Yes, Laura. I love that. Yes. Man, yeah, that's yes. a whole generation right there. That's love. Listen, it's uh, it's. It's great. Like I would watch it all the time, and um, I, I mean, I used to get in so much trouble watching it. But um, but I think that it's it's not. And and I know you say you just you watched it recently, but um, but I think that it and just like uh, one of the one of the ladies was saying um, that in her culture, like that's what you don't give them the respect of a person of a woman, you call them a female in their culture. And it's like, and I was going to say that. And that's, and that's why I don't like, I don't like, I'm not, I don't tell people in my space not to curse. Yeah. What I say is, you know, I prefer you not to curse at me. 
And so if we're having like if we're having a conversation there, it's not necessary for you to curse at me. I'm not going to change the way you talk, and, but I'm going to let you know to respect my boundaries. And I know I can do it. That's why I do. I know I can do it because I at work, I don't. In my previous job, I didn't curse it much. My current mm-hmm. job, they be cussing all around the place. So I like may drop a curse word every now and then, but still feel uncomfortable, you know? But like, shit, Leah, is that cursing at you? Or is that like, how, what do you classify that? I don't think you're cursing at me. Cursing at me is more, um, more demeaning. Okay, calling you curse. Because my thing, I not necessarily calling you curse, but like, when you're trying to cuss me out or um, or being um, rude or derogatory toward me, yeah. I don't. And you don't have to. You don't have to use curse words to do it. But for whatever reason, where I went to college, especially when I started dating, that's the only way that you have to be. Like especially if a dude was trying to holler and I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to engage in that, and they switch up so quick, and mm. it's just like that. I I don't like it. One day so there's, have nothing, a there's nothing about attractive that. about to me there's there's not it's more attractive for me to for for a guy to be able to articulate his point um in a way that everybody can understand mm-hmm. without having to without having to curse i can understand if you have to emphatically state a point and you have to curse I can understand that because there are some there are some jokes, there are some points, there are some things that land better with curse words. Shit. But I'm like, see, you still say but yeah, I'm gonna like say shit. And and I want yeah. trust me, I told you what the wife and I got going on right now. I'm trying to stop saying the N-word. I am. I am. But it's a but it's a mentality thing. Like, why do you want to stop? Are you wanting to I stop wanna... because you don't like the way it sounds? Are you wanting to stop because yeah. fundamentally it's not the best, you know. I know I know I'm better than that, you know. But I've been raised to feel like this is—it's normal. It's been part of my language, my dialect, you know. Like if I—if it wasn't so frowned upon, it would be every motherfucking culture, everything, you know. That's—that's that's what it would be. But and I and I, I, I once again, it, I know who's gonna be on that episode to talk about why we have such sharp tongues. I know exactly where I get it from, you know. It wasn't a television either, okay, but. It's just something it's been around me all my life and but and it's just it's, it, it it takes work like i've paid over the what's the 25th we started doing this maybe on the 10th or something i didn't pay my wife 25 dollars like <laughs> and that's with the one she i think heard. you owe her a lot more than that but we're not gonna talk about that right now whenever she listens to this episode it's going to be past the dude's date and we be fine. <laughs> and the next word is going to be bitch. I'm going to stop trying to use bitch. Then it's going to be motherfucker. Like, say how it's going to all these things. Because even with the show, you know, even when I started doing this show, you know, with the podcast, season one, I would ask my folks on Snapchat and stuff, um, hey, should I stop cursing? You know, I'm trying to really get to a point where people can understand me. I want everybody to listen to this, Okay. A lot of people like, well, that's not you. The people who's really been following me, people really know me, they're like, that's not you. You curse. And if you try to censor yourself, it's you're not gonna come off as genuine as you are. But I still say I am who I am. Even when I'm professional, even when I'm laughing, tripping, even when I'm in that, I'm still I'm that this this is who makes me, that's what make me me. You know, 
I'm I don't like being put in a bubble. You cannot stay because this group of people may know me for this. This group of people may know me for this. This group of people may know me for that. And it doesn't make me fake anything like that. It's just genuinely, this is my mindset. I'm thinking in all different ways, you know, and I'm same thing with culture. I want, if I want to, this is when I eat, that's part of my culture. My wife was like, get on me all the time. Cause I may eat some barbecue with some fried rice and some ice cream afterwards. She like, your stomach's going to be fucked up. I'm like, but I want it all. I want to consume it all. And you know what? Yeah. And who's gonna tell me I can't have it? Now, when I'm <laughs> sick, <laughs> later on, you You'll know, like, oh, I'm like, I do this, but it was so good. And, and my main thing, I love yelling is thug life. <laughs> nah, nah, it don't always work. It does not always work. But I'm like, I, I, and I love this because you know you have a background in uh, accounting. It was is accounting or finance? Finance. Finance. But it's something you mentioned earlier, it's like sociology and and that I, my major is psychology and sociology. And they don't get along with each other, by the way. They like my professors hated each other. Like, and that was no ha ha he he shit. They're like, fuck that philosophy about this shit. I'm like, you kind of need both, you know? And yeah. like it's a balance. And but I love the way you have a good outlook on communication. Cause once again, the conversation we're having right here, I, I'm not able to have it with many other people. So I really appreciate it. And since we're going to communication, man, it's something that I've been talking about for some time and I, it's a passion of mine. I love it. And I promise I was going to help you with this. And tonight's the night.